0: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome
1: network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.
2: This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun.
3: Well, I could regale you with stories of our skee-ball game we just played here at Punch Bowl Social, but uh, the manager of the Padres is standing by on what is, I think, kind of a busy day. So let's get right to it. It is time for our Friday Management Report.
2: Good morning, Padres fans. <sighs> it's time for the Management Report. Yeah! Let's get ready for tonight's game by talking with Padres skipper Bob Melvin. Let's go, Padres.
1: I try to stay away from that. It's the management report
2: with Ben and Woods.
1: Makes me feel a lot better.
2: <laughs> on the home of the Padres, 97 3, the fan.
3: And joining us on our premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline, once again, uh, we've had him on many times throughout the season. The manager of your wild card winning division series tied San Diego Padres, Bob Melvin. Is with us here on 97.3 The Fan. Skip, it is good to have you this morning. How you feeling? I feel good. How about you guys?
4: Uh, we're nervous. Pretty we're good. Nervous, we yeah. both
3: just got 100 at the same time on the skee-ball. That's got to be a good omen.
4: He does not care.
3: He does. He's superstitious. Yeah, sure. You brought the root beer heroes no, no, to the... absolutely, uh, yeah.
4: We're yeah, Bruni brought root right?
3: beer barrels to our last uh, appearance. Just for for all the listeners out there to support I you.
4: I did. I love the the superstitions. I love uh, that part of the game. I've, we've done three live remotes, Bob. I've worn the exact same outfit all three times. We've won uh, two out of three, so the pressure is now on. Uh, first of all, great job uh, with this team. The the series in New York was electric, and obviously these first two games with with the Dodgers, uh, it's. It's like a heavyweight heavyweight bout, man, and, and, you know, to be able to come away from L.A. with a split was just so, so massive.
1: Yeah, look, it, it, it feels good. We, you know, we've been through a tough season. I think it's really served us well that, you know, we're playing really hard games right now, and we're kind of used to them. So um, it, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's what play, playoff baseball should be, uh, back and forth. You know, a lot of good, really good baseball, both ends of the ball. It just it feels really good
0: right now.
3: I already told uh, all our listeners we're not going to ask Bob about his strategy lineups. That comes out later today, so I don't want to even put you on the spot. I do want to ask you about your opponent's strategy, though. We heard yesterday from Dave Roberts that they're, they're expecting about 75 pitches out of Tony Gonsolin. This time of the year, do you believe – <laughs> like what you hear from an opposing manager or is there maybe some you know some
1: misdirection and gamesmanship involved well i can be skeptical um yeah. but look it, it's you know these guys do things a certain way it's not uh out of the norm for them to deploy a lot of bullpen guys no matter what so if if that's what they're looking out of their starter then we know that guys from their bullpen are coming in the game they match up they have pockets of of guys in our lineup that they're going to have the relievers up against. So it, it regardless of how long he goes, um, I don't think it really affects the way we look at it.
4: Bob, can you talk a little bit about um, Trent Grisham for a moment? I, 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 it was such a struggle for him. I'm so happy and, and it's weird to say, but like proud uh, of the job that he's done uh, in the postseason. It, it was so dire there for a while. It makes you look like a genius, right, sticking, <laughs> sticking with a guy like Trent to for him to come out and have the games he's had, but. How low was he, or did you guys kind of keep him, you know, keep him afloat?
1: First of all, it really, it has nothing to do with me. It has a lot to do with, you know, how Trent has looked at this thing and, and powered through and stayed as confident as he possibly could in a time when, you know, it was probably his most difficult period in, in you know, his major league career, so you know, the abilities there, obviously both the defensively, offensively, brings a lot of energy to our lineup. We I've told him often as the season went along, no matter what it was looking like at a particular time, that our best team has him in there and has him playing well. And if we're going to go where we want to go, it's going it's to include him. So I think he's always stayed positive in that respect. You know, there were some times he He got some days off, you know, a couple, two, three in a row. And and I think maybe that made him look at things a little bit differently. Uh, He's always been about the team and and what's best for the team. But to be able to fight through a a difficult period and and perform like this in the postseason just shows you a little bit about the toughness of Trent Trent Christian.
4: Yeah, and not off scrubs either. Not that there are a ton of scrubs at the big league level, but like to do it against the, the elite of the elite, lefty, lefty, righty, lefty, Jacob Degrom, Max Scherzer. I mean, it, you know, talk about a redemption arc. It was, uh, it was really fun to see, and it, it's just so. It happens in playoff baseball so much. I'm so happy he was that, that kind of unsung hero for the Padres, Bob.
1: Yeah, well said, and I agree with you totally. He's, you know, it, to, to be able to do it against, like you said, the, the the caliber of pitching that that we faced here in the postseason. Um, yeah, just just a lot of good stuff. For, for Trent and, and obviously for our team.
3: Talking to Bob Melvin here on 97.3 The Fan. Bob, what about Blake Snell? Uh, you know, obviously uh, a little bit off target on Saturday in his first start. What what did you see there? Do you think he needs to make, you know, some adjustments or is it just a really fine line? What, do you, what are you kind of expecting tonight?
1: Yeah, it's a fine line. I, I think he was just a little out of sync as far as you know, certain guys are more about mechanics. Certain guys are more about kind of end result oriented and just competing. There's a lot of timing that's involved in what, what Blake does, and he's very aware of it, uh, very cognizant of what he needs to do. So I think it was one of those games where maybe he was just out of sync a little bit. But, you know, the way he's pitched the last couple months, two and a half months or so, I think that's just kind of a blip, and, and we're going to see the, the per- kind of performances that we've seen for the better part of the second half from him tonight.
4: Well, and, you know, if you win tonight, you'll have, I mean, the storybook is just phenomenal, uh, Bob. You'll have hometown kid Joe Musgrove on the bump, Jake Peavy throwing out <laughs> the first pitch, his idol. we the same numbers. Uh, last week's pitching performance by uh, Joe Musgrove was the stuff of legends. Uh, I hate, and I know you do too, hate that it got sullied in the, the national media the next day. Care to comment on the accusations of, of Brian Kenney and MLB Network? It was pretty tough to watch. I watched it live the next morning, and I was... I was beside myself. I can only imagine how you guys felt.
1: Yeah, you know, it, it's, look, we, we know all about Joe here. Everybody in San Diego knows about Joe, so that's all that really matters. Uh, what other people say is noise, really. Um, so I, I don't pay attention, and, you know, we try to insulate in what we do here. This time of year, I try to shut off all of that, all the noise out there and, and, you know, try not to get affected by that type of stuff. So... I, it, for me, I didn't even pay any attention to it. I know enough about Joe to know that um, he does things the way you're supposed to do them. And, you know, we'll just move on from that. Speaking of noise, Bob, we're
3: expecting a lot of it tonight at Petco Park. And, <laughs> so and you've much. embraced That's it. Good I've heard, you say, That's good I've heard you say a dozen times uh, just how much you've loved the fan experience all season long. And, and I think tonight, you know, could be at, at a level that we've never seen. Is that something that you have to address at all? Is there a, a worry about getting overly amped from your own fans on such a big stage? Is that is that part of the manager's job to kind of keep keep your
1: guys from getting too too going because of the big crowd? No, you know what we do, we try to, to you know even though we're in the postseason we're try to do what we've been doing all year. Now the fact that we've had forty thousand people in the seats all year long would would suggest that you know, we kind of have a feeling what this is going to sound like, but it wouldn't be surprised me if it took it to another level, but I I think it's all good. I think, you know, uh, nobody really needs to be inspired at this point in time of the season, yet our fan base seems to do it on a nightly basis, so I don't think it's going to be any different tonight. Um, I know they're going to be out there early, and they're going to be out there pulling for us, and that's something that, that really resonates with us, and I think uh, allows us to, to really play better, especially late in games. You know, we've had all these walk-offs and so forth this, this year. They've been a big part of that.
4: You know, Bob, too, it's, it's one thing for the fans, and, and even us. I mean, we, we, you know, we cover the team, but you're like, oh, it, it's this collective sigh of relief when there's an off day. Everyone goes, oh, okay, day off. Now everybody in the bullpen should be fresh and recharged and ready to go. That's usually not the case, is it? How I mean, you, you've deployed your bullpen to... I mean, it's been brilliant uh, the last two games, uh, the work that you guys have done. But how? I, I know it's the playoffs and everybody's got to be ready. How much does that one-off day help?
1: Oh, it helps immensely, especially this time of year. You know, we, we, we felt like we didn't really tax them over the course of the season too much. You know, our starters have, have taken a lot of the brunt of the innings and so forth. So this time of year, we feel like our guys are, are pretty fresh down there. But... You know, anytime you can get an off day, especially, you know, we covered some innings the last couple of games and uh, these guys after an off day will be ready to go. And as far as the deployment of our bullpen, it really isn't that hard at this point. You know, we know they pitched themselves into roles to where we know who's going to be where and what inning and they know it, too, which I think is great because they can prepare for it. Ben Fritz has done a great job with those guys down in the bullpen Ruben and So these guys know what to expect. They know when they're coming in, and it, it, they really made it easy on us.
3: Yeah, how hard could it be? Bob picks a name. They come in. They throw a shutout ball. It's, it's, a great, it's great bullpen managing. Bob, yeah, really.
1: Just yes. now, you've just Flip a coin like And that. somebody comes yeah. in and performs, right? <laughs>
4: You've you've just empowered every Twitter manager out there, Bob. There's, just so you know, that like, I see, I told you there's it was one easy. in
3: particular, though. <laughs> Robert Suarez, and and we all remember what happened on opening day, and that that had to be for a, a rookie in his first you know ever appearance, a tough way to start. His development, though, over this year into someone that you're leaning on, not only you know in high high leverage situations, but with first and third, you know the Dodgers hitters coming up to get out of jams like that. Can you just kind of Give us, you know, his progression that you've seen throughout the year.
1: Yeah, I don't know that the the first game didn't end up being good for him. You know, he, he, the way he performed in Japan and, you know, things seemed to be pretty easy for him, and now he gets here and it's a new team and, you know, hasn't pitched a major league game and then has a little trouble in the first one. So you kind of rewire and and, and work that much harder and work on your mind and your confidence and, the point where he is right now i mean i think he's as good a right-handed relievers as anybody in and certainly in the national league so that that was houdini like uh the other night in in los angeles to be able to come out of there with no runs talk about you know swinging the momentum back into our dugout to allow us to go forward and win a ball game i think that was probably the the biggest uh, moment of that game
3: last thing for me bob because you mentioned how struggles can sometimes you know forge a team there like it did with robert suarez it was one month ago today uh, maybe we made more of it than you did, but the the team meeting uh, when the team was struggling and, and since then, obviously, I feel like we 've seen a better quality of baseball what What is that? Tell in your us mind? exactly
4: what you said <laughs> verbatim f- <laughs> and word by word please
1: yeah i don 't know that we can do that on the air um,
4: <laughs> but no look, it was just we, we
1: needed to get together. It was a really poor performance in a time that we didn 't shouldn 't expect to play that way, but even more so. You know, credit to the players for getting together as a group the next day too, and talking about it and doing things a little bit differently. You know, they're out there earlier now. We're all out for the national anthem. They're 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 preparing a little bit earlier, and I think it, it has served us well. So, um, you know, this is a group thing. We all came together, I think, at the right time, and and hopefully uh, got things right. And that's kind of what you're seeing right now
3: we got a lot of tier ones here. Can we get a big cheer for the skipper, Bob Melvin? Yeah, we got dozens of people downtown here, Bob. We're all wishing you good luck tonight. We appreciate it. Uh, Hopefully we'll get a chance to do this once or twice more during the postseason. Thank you so much.
1: Awesome. That'll be great. And look, I'm coming downtown here pretty quick, too. So we appreciate the support, and we know we're going to feel it tonight.
5: Uh, we're at a uh, punch bowl. Yeah, we're at social. punch. If you want to swing Science by, Street. there's bowling,
4: there's karaoke, there's <laughs> ski ball, we can play darts, whatever you want. We're here for you.
3: Uh, we'll let All Bob, right. go. We'll Bob Melvin on our. <laughs> Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Thanks, Premier Bob. Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall. Chevrolet fine new roads. Can my you imagine? Can stiffer. you imagine Bob Bob's just over there playing Miss Pac-Man, singing Carrie? <laughs> <laughs> <this
4: morning>. He's <laughs> shooting fake deer. Buck hunter, the big buck hunter, pinball. Uh, <laughs> he he, he probably, walks
5: upstairs and he just Bob Melvin buys himself. Just a small town girl. girl. <laughs>
4: So good.
3: (laughs) He'd probably roll like five straight hundreds on C-Ball. Yeah. Steady-handed. Unlike us.
4: steady assassin.
3: assassin. (sighs) All right. Uh, We still have a Rindler report to get to. We're going to talk a little bit more about what we just heard from Bob Melvin as we head toward 10 o'clock this morning. Great morning. Great show. Great tier ones. I love this. It's a playoff Friday. Yeah. It's Benny Woods. We'll be back after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The
0: Fan.
3: Right, we procured some bowling shoes uh, to throw a couple of uh, frames here at Punch Bowl Social before we leave today, Woodsy. Yep. What's your uh, best ever score in bowling? That's a good ever question. broke 200? Um, I got close ones, 198. I think, I don't I think I should, I've I
4: think I bowled like a 180, 180 180? 185. I don't think I've ever broken two. Polly? I don't believe I've
5: broken two. I think it's like. 180-ish. I feel I, like I get excited. But I've also
3: done like under 70 before too. It's, I mean, <laughs> I couldn't even say uh, uh, the extreme through a bowling that. ball, yeah.
4: but it's been a while, and I just went and bowled uh, two two frames, and I had a, I threw right down the middle, and Did you do a, a
3: curve ball or a straight no, ball? No, I got a straight. Ball. I'm a straight ball yeah, too. I can't spin it. I wish yeah, I could. I it Looks either. cool. Yeah, it looks, uh, real looks cool how they
4: do it, but I, yeah, I have to put the fingers. I can't. Like, got to put the fingers the bowl, in the You don't just use the hand. You have to put the fingers. in. You got to put the fingers in. Caesar, For success. hi,
3: buddy. Of course, do people not
4: put the fingers in? Some people don't. Some people, they hold some it. people they don't put the fingers in. Hold it and throw it. Caesar, do you put the fingers in? Fingers in, fingers out. Fingers in or out? Private, it's private, private. Okay. Private information. Mm-hmm. All right. He doesn't want to give you any of his uh, bowling strategy. So I just bowled two frames. I had a nine. I missed. I picked up the spare.
3: You picked up the, sp- picked so up nine the spare. nine, and then you picked up the ten. The, 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 the spare. spare, and then yeah. I
4: threw a bullet, and <laughs> had a had three pins left.
3: If you had to. Your life depended on it. They didn't have electronic scoring. No. Could you score achieve, bowling? Die.
4: No. I would, I would be a dead man.
3: I could do it if you I could? had to. I yeah. would have
4: no idea. They a, shot of a 500. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Seriously. Take
3: a lot. of. So how many strikes does it take for a perfect 300 game? Do 13, you know? 13. 12. 12. 12.
4: There's 10
5: frames. Yes. And then the, the 10th, no, 11th, 9 12th. and then 10, 11, 12 in the
3: 10th 11, frame. 12, right. Oh, you're right. It's 13. Yeah, 12. 12. Yeah, 10, 11, 12. 9, 12. Yeah, the 10th is the 10 and then 11 and 12 for are the, the extra Yeah. First nine trip. frames yeah.
5: and then you get three perfect
3: 300. Shots. 12 okay. straight strikes is a perfect 300. Yeah, okay. Everyone we got nodding. We have we have agreement.
4: All right. No, I could not keep score. <laughs> okay. No chance. The electric scorekeeping in bowling. It, is, that, cha- that
3: changed recreational bowling. percent. Like, you know, people that People were teams, like, ah. "I don't need any math or How like, does this now, work." Now it just does it for you. Now
4: they got everything out of here, man. I've already played skee-ball. we've taken photos in the photo booth. Did, you did some bowling. I'm out of breath. Who knew that bowling would make you actually out of breath? Uh, I did. I forgot how. uh <laughs> forgot how difficult bowling is. That's why they call professional
3: bowlers at the greatest athletes, <laughs> the greatest in, athletes in, the world, in the world, right? Yeah, On the true. PBA tour. Yep. Greatest athletes with a cigarette in their mouth Correct. in the world. Correct. Correct. Uh, all right. So, what did we learn from Bob Melvin in our management report there in our last segment?
4: Uh, that he remains the GOAT, in my opinion. Bob Melvin is the guy. So, um, I, you know, look, again, he's, he's steady. He's, they're keeping the same routines. Uh, I, did, I found it interesting. He said, look, you know, reading between the lines, basically, he said guys weren't ready to play before. And now they're there. They're early. They're, they're, they're more cohesive, I've, I found.
3: I thought the same thing when he said we're out for the national anthem altogether. You know, I, I hadn't noticed that before, that, you know, hey, 26 players, some 26 national anthems, yeah. whatever was going on before the game. But I hadn't really noticed a difference. But when he says that now, uh, it makes some sense to me that there was some cohesive changes that were made a month ago when he had that team meeting.
4: Yeah, no question about it. And I think, you know, and, and listening to Blake's comments as well about how it brought them more together as a team – that had been something that, that people had looked at AJ Preller's methods of essentially playing real life fantasy baseball or real life MLB the show and saying, I'll get Soto and Bell Hater. And, and Hater and Hater and let's just throw it together and see if it works. And I think it was a genuine concern. Uh, and then to hear Blake Stell talk about how, yeah, man, we hadn't really come together and then that really brought us together, it's pretty awesome.
3: Yeah, so um, we, we heard a little bit from Bob Melvin. He talked about the, the bullpen matchups. Especially what the Dodgers do, and what at least they're trying to do in the postseason. What do they call it? The, his their pods of, of hitters, yeah, or so. Pods like the, of hitters. the Dodgers basically identify. All right, if it's the one, two, three hitters coming up, we want to go with this guy. If it's the four, five, six, then then this is our first option, and that's how they're picking kind of their bullpen matchups here in the playoffs.
4: Yeah, keep it up. Whatever they're doing. Yeah.
3: So keep it up. Uh, it was good to hear from him. He always calms me down a little bit. How can we be so nervous? And he is so calm.
4: I don't know. I mean, I think...
3: It's because he has some control over it. that You gives got him a little a control,
4: of- but also it's always the fans, man. I mean, it's always the biggest argument. The fans, you always hear, man, I feel like we want it more than they do. And that's obviously not the case. But, you know, we are the ones that are... We are the ones that are spending money to go and watch and... and shredding our voices to go and watch and if you really stop and think about it it's pretty goofy uh it really is we are we are ridiculous if you had if you had a camera on me during a game and then played it for me you know the next day to watch myself watch a game I'd be like oh my god I'm mortified but (laughs) in the moment you know I the fans are what makes it's the heartbeat of baseball right so we want it so badly. And you know the players do too, Benny. They don't put in all that work for nothing. But I think for him, um, it's important that he's calm or at least pretends to be calm. The appearance of calm is fine.
3: Yeah, it's as good uh, as he's, actual calm. He's, yeah.
4: prob- his guts are probably <laughs> right now this moment. It's probably why he's not here right now. He probably did that interview from the toilet. I'm, but we would never know. <laughs>
3: I am actually a raging hurricane right now. What is but that, I have the it, that squeaking sound? I have the appearance of calm. You don't would never ever have the appearance of calm. It's a little feedback from the from the microphones. From the, I think you're fine. Okay. Just <laughs> c- calm. Yeah, it's just give see. me
4: give me the appearance of calm, Just at piercing least just piercing high pitched squeals in my ears. You're okay. No deal.
3: Um, speaking of Padres managers uh, of the past, I saw yesterday that the Rockies announced that they would be bringing Bud Black back for another. season. It's going season. out on
4: the air too. So Did you?
3: So uh, are you surprised are, by that at all? Another season for Buddy. I didn't,
4: Buddy? Get, I didn't hear what you said. See, he's, he's we've lost him. Everyone it's fine. Feedback. Can you
3: can you do anything about it right now?
4: I can let Adam know. Okay, but I don't know. was Adam. It might be here. No, is the problem. I the It's Adam.
3: All right. I don't when think it in is. doubt, it sounds Adam's more fault. like a feedback from it's the speakers. Here. Just, can you fix the we'll, feedback? We'll figure Adam it out. Adam asked us if we could fix the feedback. I don't feedback. know how to do that.
4: <laughs>
3: Nor do I. Uh, Bud Black coming back as manager of the Rockies next year. Fantastic. A 68 man. and 94 record. It's fantastic. Could not care less.
4: No. No. Fair enough. Let's All right, talk schedule, NFL next.
3: Schedule for today, uh, 10.07, so in about 30 minutes, uh, Guardians-Yankees game two, makeup of the rained-out game yesterday. Yankees lead that series one game to none. Uh, they'll have Nestor Cortez on the mound against Shane Bieber, weather permitting. I haven't seen the forecast in New York if it's going to continue to rain, but uh, they're going to try to get that one in this morning. The afternoon game at one thirty seven is Braves at Phillies at Citizens Bank Park. Uh, have we still any word yet from the Braves on a starting pitcher? That was still TBA. Uh, I do believe it's Strider. Yeah. It is Spencer Strider. It is All right, who they just signed to a contract extension has been uh, dealing with some injuries. Uh, he'll go up against Aaron Nola, who pitched uh, phenomenally well in the wild card round of the playoffs a, for the Phillies, Austin's brother, uh, back on the mound. The Nola family once again. They've been flying back and forth like To both kids' games, if Aaron pitches, they're usually with the Phillies. All the other games, they're with the Padres to see Austin play. Yep. Um, And it's only getting harder. The Padres, at least, were in New York. Now they're in San Diego. So now it's like cross-country flights back and forth to watch both of their uh, their sons in the postseason. Now, they'll really be – if the Padres and Phillies play in the NLCS, they're really going to be – they're up against in the torture the, chamber. A hey, little bit. either
4: that or it's kind of like everybody wins. I mean, it's the—I you know? guess
3: it's the ideal scenario. What you yeah. want one of the kids to lose, right. so you don't have to face so each other. You don't have to face them. Remember exactly. last time, uh, Austin got the best of Aaron, yeah. and drove in the one run, the one run in the one nothing win for the Padres over the Phillies uh, in that game. So we could see that still in a National League Championship Series, and then of course tonight, Petco Park, Padres and the Dodgers, four thirty seven pregame show. With Sam Levitt, uh, the Gwen and Chris show will also be where Sammy broadcasts from up in the loft in the Western Metal Supply Company building. So if you're going to the game, uh, you can go check out some live broadcasts from 97.3 The Fan. And then tomorrow for game four, win or lose today, there's going to be a tomorrow. Uh, we're going to start the broadcast day at 3 o'clock at the loft. Uh, we'll go from 3 to 4. Uh, Coach and Chris are going to come in from 4 until the pregame show at 5.30ish. And then Sam from 5.30 to 6.30 for a 6.37 first pitch one hour later uh, tomorrow for Game 4. Joe Musgrove against Tyler Anderson. So we do know for sure matchup.
4: the stadium's open. When I we're don't know. There. T-
3: well, it's open at 3 today. So but in, the game's earlier today. The game's early, so it might not be open for our, our show. Right. You can listen to us and come say hi right at the end Yeah. Uh, if it opens at 4 o'clock.
4: on down to the loft. Uh, such a good little setup they got there for our beloved Sammy. So, uh, Who, by the way, has been killing it uh, this postseason along with Jesse and and uh, Tony has been phenomenal with those locker room interviews. I really look forward to more locker room interviews with champagne uh, spraying everywhere. I mean, I, I I don't even care if I'm I don't even care if I'm in there. I just want it to happen, and I want it to happen at Petco Park.
3: I do have my clubhouse access in case. Look, there at, is this turd, hey, look at this turd, everybody. Look at this guy. Uh,
4: <laughs> wow. <laughs>
3: you can go pick yours up. I don't know that you have clubhouse have access. I don't
4: have one. <laughs> so I got it here just to case They don't case want you me in it. there. No, they don't. They don't. <laughs> You need not, I'd be Ruben Rivera in there. I'd be putting gloves in my pocket and stuff.
3: Did you know? Did you know that now you can listen to all your favorite team station shows and even podcasts all on the Odyssey app? Download it today. Uh, we'll come back. Final segment of the show. I'm running around
4: in Profar's batting gloves. <laughs> we'll the, belt, the belt, the belt, mother, just around under farce. my under my boobs.
0: <laughs>
3: Paulie, I'll get some headlines with our Rindle report coming up next. We'll wrap things up from here Uh, at Punchbowl Social with more Ben and Woods on a playoff Friday on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan.
0: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours.
4: see if you can hit this note uh, ah, not bad nice. i didn't
3: know karaoke was going to take place right here karaoke's in the I back karaoke's in the back yeah. you can uh, be social and root for our team in the divisional series we're live at punch bowl social in Woo. the east village from now until 1 yeah. p.m today punch bowl social bowling lanes karaoke rooms giant uh-huh. scrabble Ping-pong, shuffleboard, all free this morning. The bar is stocked. The craft cocktails are flowing. The made-from-scratch food is delicious, and the games are waiting. Visit Punchbowl Social on the corner of 15th and East Street at LFGSD.
4: Robert planting you while you're trying to read liners is definitely going to be a bit that comes back. Believe you <laughs> just trying to get through another Odyssey football podcast. Will that be the new twerking, <laughs> planting? Well, or you Adam clip Ben from... One minute ago doing
5: it, we'll, yes. just, we'll have that yes, clip, forever, and I'll just play it over. And-
4: yep. <laughs> Sounds good to me. What's the name of that song again? The Immigrant Song. The Immigrant Song. Led Zeppelin 3, I do believe. 3 or 2? 3? Three? 3. Yeah, 3. Um, yeah, all right. Well, let's do a uh, Rindle Report.
3: I right, we'll do that right after uh, one last check of traffic Coach. here on the Coach John Quintero in the building at Punchbowl Social. We'll do our Rindle Report after traffic here on 97.3 The Fans. And get things started here with our edition, today's edition oh of boy. the Rindle Report.
5: Now tuned into the
2: motherfucking greatest. Welcome to the Rindle Report
3: Hit that note, Woodsy.
4: It's literally my. It's, oh no! <laughs> it's literally my kryptonite. All right. All right. Happy
5: Friday, gentlemen. Uh, we will start off things on a, a bit of a sad note. Hall oh, of Famer good. Bruce Sutter Sutter passed away at the age of sixty-nine. He was the first pitcher to enter Cooperstown without ever starting a game. One of the uh, relievers. He went in on his 13th ballot in 2006, became the fourth relief. His what, 13th? 13th ballot. Yeah. It was
3: tough for closers, relief pitchers to get into the Hall of Fame. Still is, actually. There's only hmm, four or five of and them the in the, the Hall, Hall of Fame. Hoffman
5: didn't get in on the first
3: ballot. Yeah, I mean, there's not many, that's for sure.
5: Six-time 13 All-Star. 13 ballots. Yeah. Won the Cy Young in 1979. Shout-out to his family. Shout
3: out Atlanta to his Braves, family. obviously. Cardinals. Right? Cardinals.
4: Scruffy dude, Cubs. man. Cubs. Cubs, Cardinals, and Braves, right? Yep.
5: Became the fourth uh, reliever to nasty. reach the Hall of Fame after amassing 300
4: saves. Nasty. Na- like he, he, was. he was. And he was nasty looking, and he was nasty. He looked like Charlie Blackman, but a closer. A little bit shorter beard, but he was filthy. How did he die, did it say? I did not see Just it. say passed away? That, that sucks, you know? man. Rest in peace. Shout-out to, to his, his family. family. 69, though. Really no. Indeed. It's not terrible.
5: No. Uh, and then, gentlemen, got an update on uh, the Goose.
3: Goose Gossage, another closer. another <laughs> quite. Of the 1980s. Not that Goose. Oh, no. The Goose. The Goose. From Game
5: 2. The Goose. Yeah. Uh, our friends at <laughs> Ground Mural SD, they did it.
3: The guys who did, like, the Musgrove There's mural a, and all yeah. the other ones around town?
5: Ground, ground Floor Murals. In Chula Vista, 226 3rd Avenue in the back, it says uh, overnight.
3: There's a goose mural, Same San Diego, mural. and there's a goose yeah. mural now.
5: I'm going to have to clip, I'll clip that. I'll send it out on, uh, on Twitter. And I think
3: there's still some debate over whether the goose was good or bad luck. I mean, the Padres won the we game. We won the game. But the only pitch the goose was out on the field. Gavin Lux
4: got a base hit. That's true. What's so, good for the goose, what's good for the sauce
3: Sauce for the goose the sauce is for sauce the goose for the gander. Sauce for the gander. Yes.
4: No one's ever said that. Yes,
3: no, every people have said that What's before. What's good
4: for the goose is good for the gander. That's also that true. That makes perfect that's... sense. A gander is a group of geese.
3: No, a gander is a male
4: goose. <laughs> I just make it up if I don't know. Now, a lot of people were. What is, it,
3: what is a group of geese called? Is it a flock of geese? geese? A flock of geese. Or is it different? A school a of geese? A murder of geese. No, that's a crow. Gander? Gander. No, gander's a male goose.
4: Yeah, I thought it was gander. I thought it was a gander. Because yeah. that makes sense. What's good for the goose is good for the gaggle. A gaggle of gaggle geese. A gaggle. Yes, a
3: gaggle of geese. I knew it was a funny word.
4: <laughs> Very cool. It goose is funny. an American indie groove band from Connecticut. <laughs> Did not know that. R- wrong goose. I
3: don't know. Goose. I'm just wikipedia
4: things All at right. this point. A group nah, of they, geese. Uh, so they put a mural they'll up put there. Plot, a mural. A teep, not too far from where we're at. Yeah. It's and, a g- um, Turn his mic up, buddy. <laughs> He's just we got to plow through this.
5: And I've also saw an update yesterday from the California Department of Fish and Wildlife that the goose was collected by stadium staff. We all saw that, and uh, the Dodgers organization told the California Department of Fish Kill it. They and said, wildlife.
4: "Kill it." Can you believe it? The Dodgers said, "Kill that goose." They said the goose That's was unbelievable. quickly
5: taken outside of the stadium safely. Bruce Argraderall tried he to, flew to kill away. the
4: goose the goose with his bare hands. No, he didn't. <laughs> Holy crap, dude! Wow, I shouldn't be surprised. Right. Julio Arias threw that ge- goose to the ground? Oh, man. I have your
3: final answer if you want. A Jesus. group of geese on the ground is a gaggle, but okay. once they take flight, they are called a skein. A skein? A skein of like geese it. in the air and a gaggle of geese on the ground.
4: I can't believe the Dodgers tried to kill that goose. That's bad karma. That's the their, story that I'm Their goose to. is cooked,
3: for sure, in this series.
5: Oh, Jesus Christ.
4: You're being booed.
5: I
3: damn! I'm being booed. booed. Usually, it's just these two. It's good to get, you know, the real booze. Really (laughs) expand my horizons here with my puns getting booed on a larger scale. I've always dreamed of getting booed on a larger scale with my puns.
5: (laughs) Uh, No, uh, you've got one more story. No, you're not leaving.
3: (laughs) Finish, finish the rhymel report. (laughs)
5: All right, last story here from uh, page six. You guys know uh, Genuine, the musician, passed out after a Chris Angel magic stunt went wrong.
4: <laughs> Genuine, hold your breath. <laughs> no, 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 keep holding your breath. Kind of. Is he my pony? What's the name of that song? Yeah, yeah, pony. my pony. Pony. Uh, he was. Rehearsing. You did it on Ben
5: Reed's rap. Scene. Did I? It's oh. oh, really that. dirty. It one of my all-time favorites. <laughs> it was really dirty. Uh, he was rehearsing for Magic with the Stars earlier this week, and they were doing an underwater stunt, which caused him to lose consciousness. Oh no! So they talked to Joe Musgrove, maybe. Yeah, he needs to work with Joe a little bit more on that. Um, they had him holding his breath while submerged underwater in a glass cube. And on the video that was released, you can see him, like, slamming the sides of the glass case. for signal, me, dude? Like, hey, I'm get dying. me out of here. They immediately pulled him up. Um, Not soon him enough. out of the box and attempted to calm him down before he passed out.
6: <laughs> and
5: they called an ambulance right away. He was carried off unconscious. He did make a
4: full recovery. He's fine. but And he will continue to play state fairs across America Have once Have either once of you done. ever been to, like, no. a
3: David Blaine... Chris Angel, Penn and Teller. No, I like girls, so and I've
4: <laughs> never been to any of those. Actually, nope.
3: magic show. No, I've never been I've to been a, a, a magic, magic show. Magic show. No, no I've, I've never actually been I'm to surprised. a surprise. A magic
4: show. It, it, something tells me you've asked to go to one, and Shelley has been the one that put her foot down in Vegas. I mean, I probably more than once. I would say <laughs>
3: no if the opportunity it, presented itself for sure. So, uh, which one, <laughs> Penn, or, which one, Penn and Teller? Penn
5: and Teller. Which <laughs> one
3: talks? Uh Pen Talks and Teller's the Quiet One. I think one. so. But yeah. I haven't seen either of them.
4: I don't know. Alright, clubs of the week. See know. you guys later. Let's go pod race. <laughs> We're not
3: quite there yet. Uh, we got uh-huh. to Pretty good. Not
4: actually. Yeah, you uh, you shabby. nailed that one. Not uh, too shabby. Great you can, work, Adam.
3: Tune in to kick off with Boomer and Valenti Saturday mornings at seven AM. That's tomorrow. Former NFL MVP Boomer Esiason, Mike Bellini, discuss the biggest NFL news and preview the most important games of the week right here on 97.3 The Fan.
4: I'm
5: wondering.
3: See, now I'm getting some applause. Yeah, there we go. we're
4: talking.
3: Um, I, it's going to be, this next two days are going to be a bit of a marathon, obviously. Getting up early all the way through tonight, and we're going to come back with more broadcasts tomorrow and Hopefully through a late celebration tomorrow night after a, a six thirty seven game. Hope the Padres are partying at, you know, 11 p.m. and celebrating with more champagne in the clubhouse tomorrow. That would be the uh, the ideal circumstances. It would
4: be. It would be. Uh, win today. 1-0, 1-0, 1-0, 1-0, 1-0, 1-0, 1-0, 1-0, 0 1-0, 0 Find a way to win this game today. Find it. Find it. Dig deep. Do what you got to do. It's
3: not It's not like it should be that hidden of a way. Blake Snell goes out and throws Shoves like Blake Snell like can. Uh, Padres are at home. They'll have the support of the home crowd. They've put together good at-bats, really, for the entire postseason here yep. against a lot of good pitchers, yep. facing another one today. But he's no scarier than Jacob deGrom or Max Scherzer or Julio Arias. He's Tony Gonsolin. They're, you know, they'll have some tough at-bats, but if they keep doing what they're doing, they should at least put a few runs on the board. And if Blake Snell runs with a few runs – that's a path to victory right yep, there. No it's doubt.
4: Strong bullpen. Like, it's, it's all there in front of us, boys and girls.
3: Yeah. We're, we're getting close uh, to the potential promised land of an NLCS and, and maybe a World no, no, Series. No. We're
4: just getting close to 1-0 today. Know. That's it. 1-0 you're, you're not on the team. 1-0 you, know today. 1-0 you you today. No, you can't. When people start. I saw Adam the other day. I could have killed him. Uh, it was early. I know Adam's on the, in the studio. He's tweeting from the 97.3 account. People are streaming for the stand. There were four outs to go. And Adam's tweeting, people are heading for their cars at Dodgers." Well, they literally
3: were heading for their matter. cars. It doesn't matter. You
4: don't say it. Just, just he's shut ju- up. He's
3: reporting on that on it. the scene oh as they're god. happening.
4: Did it or did it not get a little dicey? Of course, it was going to get okay, dicey. But
3: don't—they were still leaving. Don't give them a they're, reason. People were still walking Does out. It, it didn't stop them god. from walking out.
4: We got this one in the bag. Like just settle. He didn't down. tweet. We've got this one in the
3: bag. He said people, people are, are going toward the exits. Their? Oh my god! Got they got were though. Him. I saw them. Now, were, I
4: have. I have. I have. I can go to our Twitter feed. I almost deleted it. That's how nervous I was after that. You just—you don't tempt fate.
3: Have some confidence.
4: I do have confidence. Have some faith. Let's go. I said 1-0. and o. That's it. That's all you can worry about. Adam's like, oh, that's
5: what happened to all my <laughs> tweets that disappeared. <laughs> I have this, never done Does
4: that.
3: Adam not know that that's a thing that if Woods doesn't like a seven three the fan tweet, he will go in and delete it? It's never happened.
4: That has <laughs> never happened. There, and you have no proof that it has. So that would never happen. Yeah. I would do that. <laughs> Proof's been deleted. <laughs> You look All cocky right. over there, Adam. Good Lord.
3: All right. So one of the reasons why we have Flubs of the Week is that usually by 9.50 on Friday, we're pretty much rambling and babbling like we are right now. So why don't we uh, why don't we get something to carry us through these last five minutes. Let's get to the Flubs. Out we go to our premier Chevrolet Charles Carlsbad fan hat line. Yeah. That would tell you the first bla- base is a place they can upgrade.
4: First place, too. First place. First place, definitely. Uh, what is lot is quam- common on sports radio what is is Quammen. Quammen?
3: Brought to you by the Auto Club of Southern California. Get your tri- free free, get your free, AAA full yes! picture quote. Catch Baztex basketball in action all Who season. Who Baztex? <laughs>
4: but it was just a con- constant constant nonsense.
3: Is this the Salsa? That's the
4: Salsa. What's Salsa? Salsa? Hey, Salsa. It's what you want, man. This is the fun part. This is the. Fun putt? Fun putt. Oh, no. Good I mean, runting, running like runting. a top. What is running?
3: Is something that uh, I'm still kind of graphing my head around. What is graphic Fill your head with doom What is a head? head one of the we, great press conference
4: questions What is a ever- press conference? Uh, how's Fernando Tatis Jr. doing? Easy for me to say. Due to a... But
3: uh, abdomen, ab- abdomen. What is it now? Abdomen problem.
4: What he's been able to do so far, tempering uh, enthusiasm, uh, enthusiasm. Because
3: he pushes them even further over the CBT lure so they they can't sign what him. Is to a, a CBT a... lure It's opening day. It's Bretton Woods fly from Happy Does in the Gap, Last Lamp Three Fifty. What Fifth Avenue? The Gap
4: Lamp. A little police investigation here in Dallas. Well, man, consequences have actions. The Lincoln
3: Showcase offers you a private online showing with a diet. Di- Ooh, take
5: on with Laster.
4: Longs Laster <laughs> Longs Laster kill me
5: a uh, surprise
4: Norm McDonald, no- Norm McDonald stand up special Who is a Norm McDonald? <laughs> Do some birthday shout outs here on Ben and Wood Ben and Woods you came in and, and steered the ship pretty admirably. Admirably?
3: There it is. Good work. We're, 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 words? Yes. And they will be giving them to tomorrow
4: to the third, first, first 35,000 oh, fans. Boy. All right,
3: They have the best record, the president's trophy, trophy. the what best record. Trophy. The- ah, I'm having trouble here.
4: <laughs> and if the ball's jumping out of Petco, Bring him up. Oh God! All right, bring me up.
6: It's fine. Yo, so, <laughs>
3: good news. It's coming up right what after. What is the, good news? It's right there in Chula Vista, off the five freeway. Where is Chula Vista? Your road, ro- road warrior Padres. Yes. Restrictions apply. Internet, internet. Oh. Wow! Reporting all signs, no span, and no agendas. Go to News Nation.
1: Yeah.
3: Uh-oh. Go
4: to News Nation now. You ready for this trade? Then trade. I'm very flustered.
3: Sit down at a California style blackjack table, play a table or play oh. ooh, some play some Texas Hold'em poker. Table? Book a solar battery installation. Oh. Book a solar what is battery installation? <laughs> Tatis has paid the big bucks to be our sharded Damn it! <laughs> I have done it again. I haven't heard much the the organization. Bob Meller, Bob Melvin. Who is Bob Miller? <laughs> Because Penske-Lincoln's Dong Days of Summer sales event is on
4: right now. any and Call, a public sour, public safety power shutoff. The meteorologist at SDNG I'm uh, in cow. trouble, too. The Ump Show is starting in four Stoosh- minutes. Go. Stu Stoosh- Sherwaters Stoosh- behind the dish. Come on. The dish. And, of course, San Diego State taking on number 14, u on e- u ha <laughs> Ring it! All right, we'll play this audio for cool you, Oh, guys.
3: guys. Gnarly! Guys, guys. It's gnarly. Out of St. Louis, California. First hour of Ben and Woods. Glad to have you with you uh, with us on Wednesday morning. Glad to have you with there you. You, wherever we are. And both times, Austin Nolan drove in the one Who run.
4: Who is Austin Nolan?
3: Browns, Bengals, Ravens—three, two, and two teams Who in that division.
4: Uh,
2: that's all, folks. <laughs>
3: Oh wow! What a great turnout today here at Punchbowl Social. Thank amazing. you everybody Thank you for you guys coming so out. Much. Really uh, absolutely it. amazing. Uh, again, we will be on the air tomorrow at 3 p.m. from the Loft at uh, the Western Metal Supply Company Building. I don't know that the gates will be open yet, but you can listen on your way down to the game and come by and say hi once you get in. And then whatever happens, we'll be back Monday morning at 6 a.m. Hopefully, talking about a series victory and a National League championship series. But I know, one and zero, I get it. 1-0 and 0 today. That's yep. all we can worry That's about. That's it.
4: it's all you can do. Can't
3: plan for tomorrow. Uh-uh. Paulie, don't ever book a guest more than a day in advance because no. you can only think about today how'd that work and with go 1-0. How'd that
4: work with the Blink guy? <laughs> the guy from Blink. Remember when he canceled last week? Right. How'd that work?
3: That, well, that was one day in advance.
4: Yeah. So, all right. So live for,
3: for live for the and, moment and uh, see what the Padres can do today in Game 3 of the National League Division Series at Pecto Park.
4: Thank you guys so much for being here. Uh, thank you oh. so much for listening to our program. Oh, uh, oh, home oh. run pick!
3: We we did it last time, and Manny he got it right. Oh, yeah. Manny Machado. You so everyone, got to yeah, throw in a home run pick here right. for the end of the show.
5: I'm gonna go
4: Jerks and Profile.
3: Ooh, wow. Wow. taking a guy who hits Tony Gonsolin pretty well.
4: It's a good pick. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with my uh, my. Brother-husband, Jake Cronenworth. I yeah. like it.
3: All right. I, I think it's got to happen at some point. Juan Soto. Juan Soto home with run tonight.
2: Juan
3: Soto, my home run pick uh, for today's game, and we'll see. Uh, hopefully, we'll all be right. You know, it doesn't have to be just one. Yeah. We could true. all be correct, and then then we'd be in a really good mood if that happens. So, All right, Blake Snell, good luck to our guy. Uh, maybe if he wins, he'll come back on our show. Maybe it's not. it a while. It's I don't been a know. long time. Then again, if he wins, he'll say, Hey, I'm winning I'm without keep it going rolling. on Ben yeah. Woods. We won't talk to them Which for a while again. absolutely
4: fine. We'll see you in spring training uh, yeah, later.
3: That's a good point. As long as he keeps going, it doesn't really matter. Hey, you
4: guys have fun tonight at Petco Park. Be careful. Thanks right. to our hosts here at Punchbowl Social.
3: Adam Klug back in the studio keeping things running. Uh, for Steven Woods, for Paul Rindle. I'm Ben Higgins. Coach John Cantara is coming up next on a playoff Friday. Woo! Thank you, everybody, on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan.